The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Amen. Um, Thank God for the drama unit. Wasn't that drama fantastic? And the teen church and the children's church, the dance, and for our our brother, Obuz. And we we thank God for all the men of God and women of God. We'll get to that um, um, later that are here. You're welcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, It's interesting because of how God does his thing. You know, many times God tells you to take a step, but you can't see what is going to happen. God said to um, Peter, ask Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come. Jesus says, come. I mean, and Peter stepped on the water, and, and, and you, you, the rest is history. And many times in our lives, God leads us in ways that we could not have imagined. Like we were saying um, yesterday at the, at the worship session, that if you have never seen a miracle in your life before, You've seen one here today, God's baby house. This is a miracle. This is a total, total miracle of, of the living God. Praise the name of the Lord. I mean, just five years ago, we started off. <laughs> I mean, it was, we didn't even know what was going to happen. In fact, the very first meeting um, that we had at Protea, you know, I, I, I cleared my account and paid for two Sundays, and I didn't know what was going to happen next. It showed you how much I had in my account, <laughs> you know. You could only pay for two Sundays. So I paid for two Sundays, and we are like, we'll see. And this is five years running to the glory of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Now... Um, I just want to um, honor a group of people that are here today. If you were with us at Protea, could you rise on your feet? I see you. You're with us at Protea. Oh. <laughs> Clap for them now. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Thank you. <laughs> you may please be seated. Um, amazing. Okay, fine. If you if you were at Scintilla, wave to me, wave to me. Okay, Janet at Scintilla, fantastic. Um, if you were at the KFA event center, the GWDIA we did there, okay. Um, okay, then we moved to Orchid. If you were in Orchid, shout hallelujah. Okay. Um, um, I know some people join us while we moved here. <laughs> if, you, if you are... Uh, if you joined us while we moved to this property, shout hallelujah. Yeah, also welcome in Jesus' name. <laughs> now, what's going to happen is that time will come that we will say, 
if you were at the fifth anniversary, stand up. And everybody will be looking at you like, wow, these are the privileged few. It's the name of the Lord. We are totally excited about, about church, about our God, about, about Christ, about his dying for us. We, we celebrate church. We are excited about church. Why? Because we believe that church is not something to be tolerated. We believe that church is something to be celebrated. We believe that Church is not something you endure. It's not something that, oh, okay, Sunday already. Church is something that we look forward to. Like the lady said in her testimony, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of our God. And in God's favorite house, we are a church on a mission. We're a church with a vision. And we are on a mission. I've said several times, at the time we started, we said that Lagos, Nigeria, doesn't need another church. When we were about to start Gospel with House, we said, if you remember, Nigeria doesn't need another church. And everybody, we're like, okay, I thought we were just about to start another church. I said, Nigeria doesn't need another church. Nigeria needs a different kind of church. Praise the name of the Lord. We need, and, and, and the diff, it's not just different for being different sake. It's, it's, we need to reach the people no one is reaching. And to reach the people no one is reaching, we have to do the things... No one is doing. In God's favorite house, our, our, our vision is to be filled with the life of Christ Jesus and released into our destinies, taking the world for him. Again, our vision is to be released. Again, our vision is to be filled with the life of Christ Jesus and released into our destinies. Taking the world for him. Now, there are different types of church models. You have the purpose-driven churches. You have personality-driven churches. You have program-driven churches. Gospel House is a Christ-centered church. It's a Christ-centered church. Jesus is the only one that is magnified here. Is the only one that must be present for church to happen. And the presence of Jesus is everything. It's everything to us. It's everything to us. In fact, we can't do without the presence of Jesus. I was listening to a speaker um, speak some years ago, and she, and she was saying that she, she went to Starbucks, and, and there was no coffee it's in Starbucks. You know, Starbucks is a coffee house. She says she went to Starbucks and there was no, they didn't have coffee in Starbucks. So she was like, she tweeted and she said, oh, I'm in Starbucks and there's no coffee in Starbucks. And she was getting tweets back. People were saying, oh, there was a time I was in KFC and they didn't have chicken. It's just like saying I was in Mr. Big's and there is no meat pie. 
And somebody else, you know, was saying, oh, they went to Pixelaria and there was no pizza. And, you know, people were now sharing their experiences of where they went to places that are known for a particular brand or a particular product and they ran out of product. And the truth is that sometimes we come to church and we can't find Jesus. But in God's favorite house, by the grace of God, every time we gather, Jesus is present. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Jesus is present. And where he is, life happens. Destinies are changed. And in God's favorite house, we, we, don't, we don't believe that ministries for a select few, we believe that every member is a minister. Because a church is more than just a community with a gifted pastor. A church is a community of gifted people. So God's favorite house is a community of gifted people. Everyone is a minister. Everyone is a minister. Ephesians 2.10 says to us, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ so we can do good things that he has planned ahead of us. Everyone is a minister. And you don't have to be perfect to, to start. You don't have to be perfect to join. You don't have to be perfect. I mean, you heard testimony of one of the, the guys. He says sometimes it, it comes from <laughs> the nightclub and it comes to church until God found him. We don't Judge people. We, we know that Jesus loves mercy people. So we know that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. But it is not okay to stay that way. When you come in contact with the power of Jesus, it changes you. It changes you. Totally changes you. And that is the power of grace. That is the beauty of grace. That is the, the, the you know, awesomeness of grace. So grace meets us where we are and changes us. It changes us. God wants us to come the way we are, but he doesn't want to leave us the way we are. In fact, we say that the grace that saves you and does not change you is questionable. It's suspect. The, the grace that saves you and does not change you is suspect. If you come in contact with grace and saves you, but it doesn't change you, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, it's questionable. And as we contact God, as we 
struggle in our relationship with Jesus as we try to, to, to comprehend and to, to fellowship with this God, we don't wait until we are perfect. We reach out to other people to join us on this journey. And in God's favorite house, we, we say we will do everything apart from sinning to what? We will do what? Everything apart from to, to connect people to Christ. So if, if, we, if we need to reach the people that no one is reaching, we have to do the things that no one is doing. We, we, we said at the beginning of the year, we will do anything apart from sinning to reach people. We have started. But it's going to get more interesting. We said we would do anything apart from sinning and, and we started Saturday service. Because we do to reach the people that no one is reaching, we have to do the things that no one is doing. So we, we started church on Saturday. So you don't want to come to church on Sunday? You want to sleep in and watch football? Come on Saturday night. Praise the Lord. And it is important that we realize that we are the church. You see, many times we have folks say things like, oh, uh, I want my church to do this for me. Yes, I want my church to do that for me. I want to that. But the truth is that who is the church? We are the church. We are the church. And we exist for the world. The church does not exist for us. We are the church. And we exist for, for the world. And Jesus hasn't called us to play politics. Jesus hasn't called us to play games. Jesus has not called us to, to, to mess around. Jesus has not called us to play politics. Jesus has called us to make a difference. And in God's favorite house, we are and we will make a difference in Jesus' name. We will and we are. One of the things we do in God's favorite house is the bridge. The bridge, you know, because we discover that Two people can be sitting together beside each other, even the person sitting beside you right now. And one person is, is barely eating, and the other person's dog is our best. One person is in penury, and the other person is in plenty. So we, we, we said, we, we, we came up with a bridge. And the bridge, why? Because we, we discovered that the people that are going through a challenging time financially, you know, they don't want to be seen as beggars. Because so they don't, sometimes they don't even let us know that they are going through problems. 
on one hand. On the other hand, the people that have plenty, they don't, they've been sometimes abused by fake people that have needs and, and they don't want to be taken advantage of. So the two groups of people are suspicious of each other. So the bridge is to connect the people that have with the have-nots. To connect the people in penury with the people with plenty. To connect the people with scarcity to people with abundance. Praise the name of the Lord. We are making an impact by the grace of God. We have a program called Everything for 50. Everything for 50, as a church, we bring things together and we take it to the community and sell everything for 50 naira. People buy dining sets for 50 naira. People buy microwave ovens for 50 naira. People buy suits for 50 naira. And it's totally life-changing. I'm going somewhere with this. I mean, because church is not just to sit down and to sing kumbaya. Church is to get up and make a difference in the community. One of the things we are doing is we say that we wish we can change the the educational system of Nigeria, and we will, by the grace of God. But we will adopt a school, and we've adopted a school. And we're in the process of, it's just amazing, building the school, employing teachers, and putting them on our payroll. Because this is, you can do that. You want to pay them, pay them. To get the quality that we want, we have to. We are, so many things. Then, then we say that as, as a church, we can't, um, we wish that we can reach every nook and corner of, of Nigeria and just change every village. But we said, like, what we wish we can do for all, we will do for one. That is the principle of the Good Samaritan. You, the, the Good Samaritan did not, could not help everybody in Jerusalem that was dying or in Samaria. But he did for one what he wished he could do for all. So, so, the, the, so we said, as a church, we are going to adopt a community. We've adopted a community. I mean, the, the chiefs of the community should be somewhere in service, but I, I won't bring them up, you know. And the community is, you will not believe it, it's a riverine community. It's 10 minutes boat drive from Badore. That community is not on the national grid. If you, if you go to that community, it's as if you're in the country, you know. We went on boats. I wore, I wore life jackets. Because <laughs> I can do many things. I can't swim. <laughs> oh, I just told you my secret. <laughs> I can play soccer. I can play this. I can do that. I can do that. But I can't swim. <laughs> and my excuse is this. God made me a man. And put me on air. Didn't make me a fish. Didn't put me in water. <laughs> so when we're going to Badore, I sorry, to the Itomu, it's called the Itomu community. You know, of course, I wore my um, life jacket. And I got there. The only school in that community 
is a primary school. When they finish primary school, they need to leave the community to go and find secondary school education. And the, that school was built in 1948 by Awolo. Just right here. But we are taking that community. And we're going to change the face by the grace of God of that community. Right now, we just finished the water thing for them. They have a solar water system. So right now, there's water, as in pipe board water, even though they have the water. We're going to take over the school. We're going to, they've given us, there's some things I shouldn't say. <laughs> Maybe we'll go on excursion today. You want to come? We'll go and, and, and see the community, you know. And, you know, people say, you know, I've heard people say to me, you know, sometimes, and I can, these are things we are doing outside. I can talk about things we are doing inside. You know, the, our junior church is going to be world class. Our teenage church is going to be world class. In fact, by the grace of God, someone says to me, oh, Pastor, are we building a, a new auditorium? I said, no. I said, we are not building a new auditorium. I said, what's wrong with this auditorium? Nothing. I said, but we are building a ministry facility for our children, and for the next generation. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, someone says, oh, how can you, how can you, why do you waste that kind of money to, to build, you know, and I, I look at the guy, and, and his son is enjoying the facility. What's wrong with people? And people have, have said to me, why, why are you, why are you just, you just take a community. Why, why are you wasting money on that community? Is that not the government's job? Why don't you allow the government to do their job? I have an answer for you. Do you know why we will do everything for 50 and put a smile in people's faces? Because we can Do you know why we're going to build a three huge story building that connects to this auditorium that sorts out our children, our teenagers, our youth, that sorts out offices, that so many things are going to happen in that building. Do you know why we're going to do it by the grace of God? Do you know why? Because we can. Do, do you know why? Why we're going to adopt the Kota School, the Kota School over there, and we're going to, there are seven teachers to 513 students. Do you know why we're going to employ teachers and we're going to put them on our payroll and we're going to build the buildings for them and we're going to equip the school? Why are we going to do it? Because we can. Why are we going to adopt a whole community? I mean, this, this, the community leaders, they came to us because they were, in that community, there are churches in the community. Believe me, I don't want to mention the name of any church because they are doing a work for God and I believe it's fantastic. And, and the community leader says, says, to, says to me that you are doing all this for us. Do you want to 
Should we give you land so you start church? I said, no. Well, let me tell you something. Did I tell you? No, let me hold this mic. <laughs> Why are we adopting that community and changing the lives and building a proper... You know, interestingly, we've had leaders in this nation because we took architects to that school. We wanted to break it down and build it again. And the architects said to us, when they tested, they went to the structural guys, and they said that school is still structurally sound, built 1948. That all we need to do is, 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 the, is the ceilings, I mean, just the facelift, then we'll build another block of schools. So we've had leaders that can build a school since 1948 and it's still structurally sound. Then something, what is wrong with us, this nation today? Why are we going to adopt that community and we are going to raise schools, we are going to build hospitals, we are going to so many things, in that community why are we going to do it? Because we can we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us We are on a journey as a church. There will come a time in this old lecky. Should I tell you? And I pray, but starting with lecky first, that no one will go to bed hungry. Why are we going to feed people for free? Because we can. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. There's going to come a time in this lecky, listen to this, that we are going to build a habitat, a habitat that people that don't have a place to put their head to sleep overnight can come in and have a good night's sleep and have a Decent shower and face the hustle of the following day for free. Why are we going to build it? Because we can. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And we don't care what the devil thinks. We don't care what the naysayer says. The people have called us many names. It's fine. We will do it to the glory of our God and to the shame of the devil. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. I think we should give Jesus a huge round of applause. So, as I waited on God for this time, you know what? God said to me, which I'm going to, of course, because affects me, affects you. He said to me, consecrate yourself for what is about to break out. 
So I'm saying to you, something great is about to break out in your life. Consecrate yourself for what is about to break out. Something unbelievably amazing is going to break out in your homes, in your families, in your finances, in your health, and in your work with God in the mighty name of Jesus. Consecrate yourself. We are in a season of overwhelming grace and favor. The, the, the spiritual experts of numerologists have told us that five is the number for grace. As we cock five as a church, grace is going to multiply. Amen. We believe in Jesus' name. And God is saying to you and I, consecrate yourself for what is about to happen. Consecrate yourself for what is about to break out. I read from Joshua chapter 5. 1, 2, 7, and 9. Joshua 5, 1, 2, 7, 9. It says, When all the Amalekite king west of Jordan and all the Canaanite king who lived along the Mediterranean coast heard how the Lord has dried up Jordan so the people of Israel could cross, they lost their hearts and were paralyzed with fear because of them. At that time, the Lord told Joshua, Make flint knives and circumcise this second generation of Israelites. So Joshua circumcised the sons of those who had grown up to take their father's places. For they had not been circumcised on the way to the promised land. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the shame of your slavery in Egypt. So that place has been called Gilgal to this day. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, today God will roll away your reproach in the mighty name of Jesus. Today God will roll away everything associated with shame in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, before this season is over, every shame will be replaced with glory in the mighty name of Jesus. But God is saying to you and I, separate yourself, consecrate yourself for what is about to break out. Consecrate yourself. I mean, imagine this in verse 1. These people have just done amazing things. Their God has just done amazing things through them. The Bible says the hearts of they, kings, were paralyzed with fear because of these people. Their hearts were paralyzed with fear. Now, you would think that, isn't that, I mean, amazing already? These are the people that mighty kings were afraid of. And, and they were, and just like you, I mean, you don't know, you may think you are just ordinary, you are extraordinary. The people you think you are afraid of, they are already afraid of you. Your businesses, of your life. And, and, and that's, how, that's how because of our God, because of, of God. But see, God, if you look at the scripture, it's as if God called these people and says, I know these people are afraid of you, but shh, come, 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 come. You can't go like this. So. You have to 
the circumcised. You know, many times we get a lot of benefits from God, from just knowing God. But you see, to really enter into the promised land, God will require consecration. Many times we are enjoying the fringe benefits, the benefits at the skirts of the promised land. And, and, and we think, oh, I have this in my life. Okay, for God is still blessing me. Okay, I, 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 things should be fine. I should be okay. But God is saying to you, some greater things are about to break out in your life. Things that will make people shake. But God is saying, Consecrate yourself. You can't go like this. You can't go without being circumcised. You can't go. What the circumcision is, is simply a, the removal of the foreskin. It's a sign of the covenant. You can't go without having this sign of the covenant. How does that apply to us in the New Testament? It's simple. As is a circumcision of the heart. You cannot go on this journey. Without your heart being circumcised. So what does it mean for your heart to be circumcised? For the New Testament believer, you can't go on this journey and still be disobedient to God. Your heart must be obedient to God. Your heart must be what? Obedient to God. A circumcised heart is an obedient heart. And that's what consecration is about. So we need a new level of consecration for this new season of overwhelming grace and favor that God is bringing us into. And if you check scripture from Abraham to Isaac to, to Israel, even down to Jesus, whenever God wants to make somebody great, he demands for consecration. Whenever God wants to single out someone, he demands for consecration. God is saying to you today, consecrate yourself. Enough of meandering. Enough. Come out from among them and be separate. God says, and I will lift you up. Because your, light, your time of lifting has come. In the name of Jesus. So you have to come out before you can go in. You have to come out. Before you can go in. There are some things you need to come out of. So that you can get into the things that God wants to take you in. And if that's the only thing you hear today. You'll have heard what God wants you to hear. And that is my son, my daughter. Some things are about to break out in your life. Some great, huge things are about to break out in your life. Consecrate yourself. Interestingly, as a church, we are beginning to fast tomorrow. I mean, I was really excited, you know. We are beginning to fast tomorrow. 
Some people have been fasting before now. The prayer department has been fasting about a week before now. Church office, we've been fasting about two months before now. We are still fasting. When the church finishes, we'll still continue. <laughs> but for the congregation, just 21 days, you won't die. I said we've been fasting for about two months. Am I dead? Still alive and well, by the grace of God. Just 21 days. So that you sort this matter out once and for all. In fact, the theme for the God Rulian service is changing destinies for good. Changing destinies for good. God is going to change destinies for good. Consecrate yourself. Let's set apart this time of fasting. Let's shut down. And let's focus. And let's see what our God will do. I'm totally excited. I mean, obviously, if you've been here for a while, I'm always excited that God will ring in service. I mean, when the season comes, it's as if the excitement is getting more and more. I'm totally excited about this one. Totally excited. But you have to come out before God can bring you in. Let's burn our hearts. Let's our heads. I want you to talk to God. Consecrate yourself, God says. Consecrate yourself. Consecrate yourself. I will roll away the reproach of Egypt from you today. I will, says the Lord, roll away the reproach of Egypt. Talk to God. I want you to say to God, Lord, I consecrate myself. I set myself apart for the great things that's going to burst forth even in my life and my destiny. I set myself apart. Oh God of heaven. Oh God of heaven. And you may be here, you, you are saying, Pastor, I am still in Egypt. I need to come out of Egypt. You are saying, Pastor, I'm not saved. I've never given my life to Jesus before, ever. Or you, say, or you are saying, Pastor, I used to be born again, but I've, I've gone back to Egypt. But today I've heard, I, I don't want reproach. I want to be consecrated. I want the great things to burst forth in my life. I want to be aligned with God. I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. You don't need to come forward. Wherever you are seated, I want to pray with you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me wherever you are seated. You don't need to come forward. Put up your hand now. I need to know you are there. God bless you. Now put up your hand. Put up your hand well. That is me, Pastor. God bless you. Put up that hand. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Right there. God bless you, my sister. Right there. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. God bless you, my brother. If you're putting your hand up, put it up. Don't put it on your head. Up, up, up. God bless you. Keep the hands up. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to pray with you. Quickly. Right there in that corner. God bless you. Right there. My brother in front here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you right there. God bless you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. I am far from God. Oh, I want to be consecrated to God. Take my life 
lives will be totally consecrated to you. Let your name and your name alone be glorified. Let's let all sing that song together. Take my life and let it be. Take my life and let